Let us pray. Gracious God, may your Holy Spirit fill my lips with the words that you want spoken. May your Holy Spirit fill the ears of those who listen with the words you want heard. In the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Almighty God, you have built your church upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. These words from our colic today point something important about the nature of the church and its relationship to Jesus. We have this image, this metaphor of the church as a building, not literally the church as building. I know we colloquially often say down at the church, meaning the church building. But as we've talked about before, the church is not the building. The church is the people, right? The church is the people, not the steeple, right? Uh, more properly, this is the church's building, right? Because we are the church. This is the building where we gather together. The church is us. Um, but the college is using this metaphor of a building to describe us. We, together in this metaphor, are a building. A building that ultimately is a temple for God to dwell. And the college is the foundation of this building is the apostles and the prophets, more properly their teachings. And the chief cornerstone is Jesus Christ. Now, a foundation... Both of these are really critically important for the structural integrity of a building. You need a foundation. If you don't have a foundation, the building's going to sink into the earth. It's probably going to do it inconsistently, right? And that's going to lead to things to break apart and for the building to collapse. A cornerstone, that's the first one you put down. It's the one you put all the other stones down in relationship to. So you've got to make sure the cornerstone is really square, Otherwise, the building can be a little bit wonky, right? You don't want that. Or even worse, you try and fix it along the sound. So, you want to have a good foundation and a good cornerstone to have a solid building. And that, for us, as the church, is the teaching of the apostles and Jesus. Now, these are not, like, different things, really, in the end, right? These are mutually reinforcing concepts because the apostles are trying to base their teachings on Jesus as well. At the heart of the apostles' teaching, as we hear in words from one of those apostles today, one of the apostles we're talking about in the college, we hear from in our reading from Galatians, the heart of that teaching is love. As St. Paul says, for the whole law is summed up in a single commandment, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So the only time he talks about love, you know from many weddings you've been to, 1 Corinthians 13, right? If I have prophecy but I don't have love, it's really not worth much of anything. If I give everything away and I don't have love, it's really not of all that much value. Now faith, hope, uh, hope, faith, hope, and love abide, and the greatest of these is love. He's not the only apostle. All the apostles talk about love. Uh, you know it really so profoundly from James. You know it really profoundly from 1 John. For God is love. Beloved, let us love one another, for God is love. Whoever does not love does not know God. For God is love. And love is also at the heart of Jesus. His message, his life, his teachings. 
we hear a very similar thing to this uh, epistle reading today when Jesus asked what the greatest commandment was. He said, it's to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and to love your neighbor as yourself. On these two hang all the law and the prophets. And when he's pressed by a lawyer, it's always the lawyers, right? He's pressed by a lawyer. Well, yeah, but who is my neighbor? He goes into the whole story. It says, your neighbor's probably not the person you think it is. It's got to stretch your boundaries. Um, he's pretty clear if you're in the first century, because he's talking about Samaritans. It might not be so clear to us, because we don't really have a relationship with Samaritans in that way. But there was enmity between Jesus and people hearing his message and the Samaritans. You can kind of hear that in the gospel reading today, right? Jesus shows up, and they won't offer hospitality to Jesus, right? And so the disciples are like, can we burn them? Can we burn it down? There's a glee in their voice, it feels like. And Jesus says, no, of course not, right? Because of this sense of love. Towards the end of his life, there he is. He gives him a new commandment. That you love one another as I have loved you. He's going to the cross. He describes, he explains the meaning of the cross in terms of love. There is no greater love than this than to lay down one's life for one's friends. He embodies that love from the cross when he forgives those who've done this to him. In John's Gospel, we're talking about what Jesus is all about and why he's here, that whole incarnation thing. We hear those famous words that we all know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. In the end, the core of the message for the apostles and for Jesus is love, that foundation and that chief cornerstone of our faith, of our community, has to be love, because if it's not, there's no structural integrity to this building that is us. And it cannot hold together. We need that love. I don't know about you, but it feels like love's in kind of short supply these days. A couple years of pandemic, we're all a little grumpier. We're all a little shorter with each other. It's a little harder to Hold that love together. And the reality is that was going on before the pandemic. If you read history, you know it's kind of always been that way, hasn't it? Love has always been in short supply, even among those of us who profess to follow a God who is love, a teacher who taught us to love, who invited us into love. We all too often find ourselves short on that love. Love is not easy. It's not just a feel-good feeling. Love is a decision we have to make day in and day out. Love has to be embodied in actions, in kindness and generosity and faithfulness and gentleness, as St. Paul talks about in the epistle today. It's not easy, but it's critical. It is the foundation. It is the chief cornerstone. We need to nurture and we need to nourish that love day in and day out for that love is a very reflection of the God who made us in love and we need to try and walk in that love each and every day. And so my friends in Christ, I encourage you to nurture and to nourish that love in your life. 
try and not let the grumpiness, that shortness get in the way. But to make that decision every day when you wake up, to love. To love as Christ loved, to love as he taught, to love as is the foundation and the cornerstone of who we are. Amen.